All right, how's it going, everybody? Uh, it's Porfirio Torres with the Mahoning Valley uh, High School Football Media Team. Um, I am with uh, Jackson Milton, uh, very own Ashton Green. Uh, Ashton, how you doing today? Pretty good. How about you? I'm doing pretty well. Um, man, that was that was a really spectacular game. I mean, that's probably. I mean, you know, I I mean, I played high school football for four years, but I mean, that was probably one of the best games I've ever seen. Yeah, it was. Man, I can't even explain it. Like the yeah. final, this, the, we went to halftime, and we're like, "Oh my gosh!" Because the same thing happened last year against Western Reserve. We were down the same power points, and we're all saying it's one, it's a one possession game. We came out there, and our attack got hurt, and we just decided just ground and pound, just just give it to our athletes. Let's go. Ains, thank you. Give it to him. Caden Mitchell, give it to him. Is yeah, it... and they, I mean, I mean, they're both. I mean, they were both. They were both phenomenal last night, especially especially uh, Stanky. I mean, he. I mean that that guy. I mean that guy was straight. Just I... running running defenses over. It was hard. It was hard to stop him all night. But um, you know, I mean, I just want. I mean, I just want to ask you. I mean, what? I mean, what was what was the feel like, especially throughout the whole game, especially towards the end of the game? Uh, kind of sitting there. You know, you guys are you guys are up about. You guys are up a score. You know, in my especially in my head at that point, I'm thinking, man, they they might actually pull this out. Um, and then obviously that that last last uh, that last touchdown, and I'm trying to remember how how long it was in the game. About what in, in the three minutes left, the final or whatever. The final touchdown we score. Uh, Middle Ridge. Oh, oh, yeah, that was um, yeah, because I remember we scored a touchdown. It was twenty to thirteen. We went for two, and I, man, I swear, I thought Ada got it. Like, I he, I saw him stretch the ball. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he got it. And they said he was short. It's like, hi, oh, it's whatever. Defense was like, they got, we got to step up. They scored, obviously. And there was five minutes left in, five minutes left in the game. And we're all thinking, man, we got this, dude. Give us the ball. This is two o'clock. Let's go. March on the field. This, let's get it. And then, cause Sam, our kicker, man, he, and he's he's something. He he, he has a leg. He has a big. He, at pregame, he was kicking fifty yarders. So, yeah, yeah, I remember. We, I remember. I remember watching him when I got there at the, at the game, and I was like, man, he's got to press press a boot. Yeah, cause he used he used to play soccer, man. Cause everyone on this team is just so special. We're not just a lot of these good teams you see around here. They're like, oh, they have like a couple good players. Let's stop them. No, we have. We have players that didn't get the ball yesterday, and they can do something to magic over the ball too. It's just that every week everyone gets their own turn. Like Joey Zayas, he could do something to the ball. Vinny Fay, he could do something to the ball. Keegan White, you saw that he could do something to the ball. Aiden Stank, you saw that he could do the ball. Even our tight end, Joe our French, he could do something to the ball. He had two touchdowns in week one against Matthews. He had a touchdown against Wyndham. Like we all, we have this team. This might be one of the best teams I've been part of since I've been in high school, and yeah, I've been a part of the first. And this and this is probably one of the best Jackson Milton teams, you know. I especially I've seen, um, you know, I you know my my team. I graduated from a uh, chalker. I put it in the thing. You know, we played Jackson Milton week one, uh, my freshman and sophomore. I mean, they, I I can't remember when they started playing Jackson Milton week one. Um, it was before. It was way before I was I was in high school, but they uh. 
But they played Jacksonville week one for a while. And those, I mean, those first two years, I mean, I've never seen seen a Jacksonville team this, you know, lighting up scoreboards like this, um, you know, running over defenses, playing really good defensively. You know, this like, yeah, this this is probably one of the best Jacksonville teams I've seen in a long, long time. And like, don't don't take it wrong. That team last year was special too. But there's just there's just something special about this year. I just. It started literally in the offseason. Like, we've been together since middle school week. We there's never there's like no fighting in the locker room. We're all together. We just just love for each other. Dude. We we're like we're family. We actually make like family. We would protect each other every single play. We would do anything for like our teammates. Dude. And I can we can. I'm telling you right now, we don't win that game yesterday unless we're a team. There was it was a complete team effort. Everyone played their butts off and it was amazing yeah and, and that's and i mean i've i've always said this especially uh you know i un- unfortunately i didn't get to play in middle school you know i wasn't you know coming from a small school especially i wasn't the the most athletic kid in the world and i went to i went to uh warren warren city schools up up at that point i only started going to chalker my freshman year but um but I, I always said, you know, watch, especially watching the Southington team this year. I mean, they all all those kids on that team, and they, you know, despite despite them playing uh, uh, JV and eight man teams, I mean, still, I mean, what they're doing to these teams, they they actually played your guys as a JV team week one, yeah. absolutely absolutely dominated all that. They played Sebring week two, still dominated. I think I think I, I said uh, I put on a post or something like that. They they've over these two game over this two game stretch. They've outscored everybody ninety-eight to ninety-eight to six or something like that, you know. But you got, I mean, you got all these kids playing on this team. You know, it's a, it's a young team, but they've been playing together since middle school. You know, um, mm-hmm. you got this kid, you got this kid named uh, Tanner, Tanner, Vince, uh, Colton, all of them. They've all been playing together since I, I think actually since Pee Wee. Um, so I've I've always said that's the best thing to have is just all these guys that you grown up with. Uh, you know, always have great communication, always have, uh, you know, great chemistry because, you know, this was the problem. And I don't know. I don't know if you noticed it uh, when you guys played against Wyndham and all that. Um, You know, I I said it. I said it in a statement as well. I said this is my afterthoughts of the game. I said, I don't know if there needs to be just some maturity that the coach needs to bring in. But there seems to be a lot of arguments on that team. Uh, especially between like the remaining upperclassmen, the lower classmen, because I, I, you know, I got to be really close to the field. And, like there was a uh, one of the one of, that was at a Ritman game. Um, you know, one of the Ritman players scored a touchdown. They're sitting there arguing, like "Shut up, man!" I'm like, I said, this is not the way to be. Yeah, you you would never get anywhere if you just fight your teammates. Football isn't a one man team. It's football is a team sport just a couple years ago my sophomore year we played sebring they had the federicksons i can't even say their name right but they were some ballers but once again they it's a team sport you can't win games about you know what i mean it's just team sport you don't like even you you could be not even an athlete but if you're just get along your teammates you're a team sport you'll win at least five six games you don't have to be the best player in the world just do your job and and just go play, you know. Don't be scared, you know what I mean. Yeah, and I mean that, that's. I feel. I feel like that's always happened, especially in my high school career too. It's just, uh, you know, there was like I said, there it wasn't really a, it wasn't really a team sport. Like it was all there was offenses surrounded around one guy to this guy. You know, especially my my last year of high school was all it was always surrounded on a running back, and 
you know, it was, and, and it was, and it was hard, but it was, but I, I, I can understand at some point, especially how some schools, why they only have, because I mean, the talent, the talent's hard, especially, uh, you know, we, we had talent on that team, but the issue was there was a lot of weak points, especially, um, you know, we had a weak point in our quarterback position. You know, he's a first time quarterback, first time ever playing football, uh, to my knowledge. Um, you know, he was, he was a uh, short in stature, you know, so it was hard for him to see over the line to throw it. And, you know, it, 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 you know, it was just a hard, it was just a hard thing. So they always had to run the ball a lot, but there was only one, one guy that could do it. So, you know, I can understand where some teams, uh, come through with that, but you know, overall it's just, yeah, like you said, man, it, it's a, it's a team sport, you know, and that's, and that's how the best teams win is when they play it as a team sport. Yeah, uh, we got like when this team's really good. This team's really good, and I feel like this that new team could do it. This team could go ten and zero. But we just gotta take it one game at a time. We just can't. We can't look ahead. We got next week. We got McDonald's. So this week we got prepared for McDonald's. We can't look ahead to next week just against Springfield, which I will be a big game. We can't look ahead. We had to focus on McDonald and work our way up. Yeah, and I and I and, you know I was I was actually looking up against the, uh, I mean. This, this is something I want to ask you too. I mean, do you think there's anything that this team, you know, deep? And I, I know you're going to have some bias. You know, obviously you're a player on the team, but, but coming from an unbiased standpoint, do you think there's anything that Jackson Milton can improve on, especially heading to the next game? Because I mean, you got a three and one McDonald. Yes, they lost to Western Reserve, but this Western Reserve team's also three and one. You know, obviously stepping up from you know older Western Reserve teams that I've seen. You know, you got a you got a two and two Springfield team. Uh, I believe a, I believe they're one and three at this point. Waterloo team, you got, and, and this and this is probably the next biggest point that's big or next biggest game for you guys, especially the Lowville game. You know they're four and zero. Oh. They just they just beat Matthew sixty to six, and that's it. I mean that's a huge, huge point yeah. differential. You got a, a one and three Fairport that should probably be a pretty easy game, and then you know but but yeah like i said coming from an unbiased standpoint i mean is there anything at all that you think this that this jackson milton team can improve on to help them go undefeated this season no no one's ever perfect just if you go if you go in every game you want to play perfect that should always be your mentality but remember at the end of the game you're never no one's ever perfect there's always going to be stuff to work on everyone makes mistakes you're human you're not like you're not God, you know what I mean? You're not you're not perfect. You just gotta go out there. You gotta watch your film. You see, hey, okay, do this better, do this better. And then next week or in practice, okay, I'm gonna do this today. I'm gonna focus on this. And then you just gotta keep working it. But um Honestly, like for me, I need to like focus on just maybe working on my cutting. Cause now I'm playing like now I'm playing like right right tackle and stuff and I haven't got many reps lately. But I've been there learning at the position and stuff. And you just got to watch your film. It's like, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get deep. We watched the film today. We got into it. There's a lot of stuff like O-line, receivers. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, we're we're not a deaf team. You saw against Middle, you saw Middle Ridge's team. They were deaf. Our coaches said they played 25 players yet last night. Like, in total. We played... Probably like thirteen. Yeah, yeah. So we also always got to learn your plays. Someone's always gonna mess up your plays. That it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's just you gotta you gotta keep studying. That's where that's where film comes in. You gotta get your film time up. Find any time to do it. 
it could be boring, but yeah, you're gonna you're gonna love the what you get out of it after Friday nights. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I mean, th- I mean, this was probably one of the biggest wins, you know. And this is this is definitely starting to turn, if not ha- have been already, a rivalry with Mineral Ridge. I mean, all time, all time, you know. I was I was also doing some more research. I mean, this is the first time, especially in your high school career, that you guys have defeated Mineral Ridge, and the la- the last time that that Jackson Milton beat Mineral Ridge was my freshman year, 2018. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's five, that was five years ago. That's a long, almost, we, almost half a decade ago. So We took this game very, very personal. We, we, we've been here, like, since week one, we've been here, oh, they don't belong. They can't do it. Oh, they're three, no, don't worry. Don't lose the Ridge. Don't lose the Ridge. They'll get theirs. Or that, they don't stand a chance to go to Ridge. It's just, it's just a fluke. It's just a fluke. We took that personal. We... We want everyone to know who we are. We don't. We don't want anyone to want to define who we are, dude. We there's. You don't want to waste your time in the weight room, November, December, March, April, May, June, just for nothing. You went there to work your butt off to beat the not just to beat Western Reserve, McDonald's, and Springfield. You you we went in there to beat Spring uh, um to win the conference. We didn't go in there just to beat a couple teams. Go win two games, win four games. It's just that's how that's how our mentality is. We we like being underdogs, you know. It feels good, you know. You want to doubt us? Okay, we'll show you what's up. Let's let, let's see what happens now. And look what happened last night. We weren't scared. We we were ready. We, we and man, it was just a spectacular game. Yeah, and uh, you know this this is something that I mean, obviously you guys could probably probably take from this or whatever too, or anybody watching out there playing high school football take from this. This is something we used to do, uh, and I don't I don't know if any other teams do it, but this is something we used to do. So, you know, coming coming from Southington, we were always always underdogs. You know, historically yep. they have a bad program. Uh my uh my former coach, coach uh, Tom Conrad, he's now the head coach at Champion, um always always used to take either like newspaper clippings or this and all that, post them and says, "This is your motivation." They say, "We're not going to make it. We're not going to do it. Chalker's going to be 0 and 10 this year. This they're going to do this this year." And, you know, Always that always fired everybody up, especially my. I remember he did it my freshman year. That year, uh, conference, I believe. I want to say we were about. I think I think we were four and two in the conference. I remember losing to uh, Grand Valley and uh, Wyndham that year, but just you know, every single time they played, they especially especially against you guys too. I remember he had, he had a newspaper clipping about that Southington's going to lose bad this game, and they Southington won ten to seven. And you know it was a big, it's a big game, but yeah, I mean, you know it. Like I said, it's all you know coming from a mindset, especially from a football player. You know, it's always great to have the underdog mindset because that's when you're at your best. They say, yes. they say I can't do this. Well, I'm gonna show them I can do it. Yeah. Don't let anyone tell you what you can do. You don't let anyone shape your destiny. You shape your own destiny. Yeah, yeah. Um. So. Uh, you, you said you said you had to switch your number last night. I remember you said something about that because I remember I remember trying to I remember I was trying to look for you uh, heading in the locker. I'm like, where where's 23? <laughs> so I go in. It's about second quarter, and I'm going in for kickoff. We just score. No, no, we go in. We're going for get KOR. And coach, you ask us where it's Ashton, put this jersey on. I'm like, what? It didn't fit over a helmet, so we had to put it on after we got the ball. 
I'm wearing two jerseys. I'm tucking it in. It keeps coming loose. I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to leave it. I don't care. It was like, what the heck? Because I right tackle her and praise to him. And he, he's everything. And he's one heck of a player. And he deserves a lot. And we can't wait to get him back. Cause he, and when he does, he's going to come back really hard, dude. Because he's a really good player. And he's a really good, really good teammate. He's always been there for us. He's a good leader. And he's a junior. He's still got one more year. He's gonna be that. He's gonna be the leader of that class next year. I really believe that. He's a really good player. So, um, yeah, no, because I, I, I was, I was confused. But when you, when you told me that, I was like, I was like, really? I said somebody your size playing, playing that, playing that. Position. Yeah. But, but, but at the same time, you know, this especially, you know, um, you know, this, I honestly, I'd probably look at this. I don't know if they're still like this to today, but back then, back then they were about about four or five years ago, they were Fairport, you know, coming up this game, you know, I remember we, we were scrimmaging them my, my, uh, it was my sophomore year. Um, you know, I sat there, I sat there, looked at them. I said, Oh, this should be an easy game. These guys are small. I don't think one, one offensive lineman on their entire offensive line was, I don't think any of them were over 220. You know, they were all small, smaller guys and all that. I said, this should probably be easy. Cause I mean, our, our offensive line was huge. We didn't have a guy on our offensive line. I think under 250. And our biggest guy, you know, he plays for Lake Erie College now. He was, uh, he was like six foot, almost six foot six, like almost three hundred pounds, and all that. He's strong, real strong guy, and all that. And you know, and and I was mind blown. I mean, you got these guys about about five foot six, one hundred twenty, you know, pancaking guys that were that were their size. And I, and honestly, you know, kind of looking at Jackson Jackson Milton's offensive line, some of them at least, you know, you know, they were smaller guys, and I've all, you know. You know, some football players do this now. I was like, I always say that, like, don't underestimate the small guys. It is, it is hard to do. That's the one thing you never want to do is underestimate those guys. Oh, 100%. They got the advantage, man. They can cut you. They can get under your shoulder pads. They can drive. Always, they always faster. Too. Always faster. Yeah. Great for D-line. Great for D-line. But I could have, I could have done it last night if I was ready for you, man. It, like, I got thrown in there. And he, he just lead me the whole rest of the game, man. He helped me out. He And same as Jonah French on the double teams and stuff. I couldn't do it without him, man. And if they weren't there, give me something else, man. That whole that whole line, dude. Mace, um, Hawksley, Mason, Cole, Brody, me. Wait, that second half, we just had, we just had a different mentality. I don't know if you – you go watch the first half. Sure, it wasn't our best half. You watch that second half. We were moving. We're moving. We're, yeah, we're just... it was it was a big it was a big differential in that in that second half. Big differential. Yes. So I can have done those guys in, and when you, you your job, man, your skilled players can't do anything about your line. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you, yeah. you can't even get running room where he's not gonna have time to pass the ball. Things not gonna have running time to run the ball. You know what I mean? And they don't get take it don't take it away from Rich. Rich is a really good team. They're still going to win games. They're going to go to the playoffs. Don't yeah, ever take that away absolutely. from them. That defense is amazing. That def- they throw blitzes at you from every single spot. It's just you, Scott. Just think you could do it. Don't ever think you can't do it. If you think you could do it, just you're going to mess up a couple times, like I said earlier. But you got to get have to have next snap mentality, man. Next snap, let's go, let's go. I'm hitting you, I'm hitting you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the next um, next snap mentality. So, so there's something I, I've always wanted to ask, uh, especially somebody in this in this new new age in football. 
especially with the OHSA changing changing how they do playoffs. Um, do you think that it's fair that there's about in a region there's about only 25 30 teams do you think that it's fair that half the half of the entire region 16 teams are allowed to make the playoffs do you think it should go back to eight do you think it should go stay at 16 oh that's a good one so like there was so again we got to mcdonald last year i think mcdonald was four and something i don't remember maybe and our coach was telling us all week they win this game to go to playoffs i'm like doesn't add up. They only have four wins. They only have four wins. And then what was it? Liberty last year. They had what four wins and made a playoffs. I've seen. So I've seen I some teams. I've seen some teams that were two and eight making the playoffs, and I, I was yeah. I was blown away by it. There's two different type of views. Like you could, you never know anymore, man. It's like college and high school football, man. It these little small schools or these little teams that you don't think you'd be good. They all of a sudden snap. Like they just click it in. At the same time, then say these really good teams are playing these two two and eight teams. Say like a one seed Kirtland's playing a two and eight team, and one of the, one one of their players get hurt and they smack the team sixty to zero. One of their best players, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, that was a waste of time. You know what I mean? Like, give me give me a matchup at least. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've I'm, I've I've always thought that it was kind of unfair, especially uh, especially kind of coming from uh, how it was when I was in high school, especially my especially my freshman year. My freshman year, we went six and four. One spot, one spot away from playoffs, and we could, and we could easily made playoffs in this new, in this new age. But oh, one hundred percent. I've I've always thought it was kind of unfair, especially like you know, like you said. I mean, you got you got these young teams who have no business being in the playoffs. They're two and eight, three and seven, four and six, whatever. They're they're, but they but they also are playing against these other smaller schools who finished their seasons one and nine, two and eight, zero oh and ten, and all that, and they're going against a powerhouse like. Like Kirtland or or, or or Poland or Ursula and all that, and you got these guys, you know, you got the 16th, 16th seed over here. Most of their guys are probably freshmen, sophomore, you know, no small school, no business playing against a against a one seed with with seventeen seniors or something like that. Yeah, and you know, it, it's it's a hard thing to watch. So I, you know, I've I've always wanted to ask that towards because. You know, yeah, there is two different standpoints, especially ones if you're if you're still making the playoff as a two and eight two and eight team, you're like, oh yeah, I think it's perfectly fair, you know, or or a or a ten and zero team, you know, it, you know, it's just it's just yeah. it's just a hard look. Yeah, like I said, it's like always TV. It's like, say you put this division, this conference, man, is so deep and good, like. We don't, any one of us can go four and six. This conference is like you said. This conference is so good. I think Globe four and zero. We're four and zero. Middle Ridge three and one. McDonald's three and one. Western Reserve three and one. Springfield's two and two. And um, I think um, what Waterloo's two and two too. I think right? I believe Waterloo's one and three now. I know one and I three. Know they, I know they lost last night. I believe Waterloo's one and three now. This conference is really deep, and I can understand because say like you play in a tough conference like this, and you beat maybe you beat Ridge, but then you lose McDonald, and you get like four or five wins. I can understand making a playoffs, man. I had a tough conference, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you also have to think, man. Oop. I mean, you gotta hang on. You might have to repeat yourself. There. See, see something, something muted. <laughs> Yeah, oh my bad. My mom was trying to call me. No, no, you're yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. 
you, you gotta win those games. So I, I there's there's always two views. There's ne- there's really never a right or wrong answer when it comes to stuff like that stuff close like that. I think it's, I think you should always go by what conference you play in. Yeah, and, that, and I've, I've I've kind of always thought that, but um, you know, uh, but you know, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this, but I got to go back to my post here because I got to see what I predicted. I'm gonna ask you out of your entire conference, what do you think their final records are gonna be? But hang on, I got to go back to what I uh, what I posted because I I believe I believe I remember I had I think I had Ridge going ten and zero, and obviously already that's that's gonna be wrong. But um, I had I think I had Ridge going ten and zero. I thought I had you guys going at nine and one. Uh, where are we at here? Here we are. All right, here we are. So, so my prediction this was this was as of week two. So obviously you know the two weeks later this is this is completely different now. I had Middle Ridge going ten and zero, uh, undefeated in the conference. I had Springfield going at number two, eight and two, nine and one in the conference. I had. I had Milton going eight and two as well, but five and two in the conference. Uh, McDonald eight and two, also five and two in the conference. And this is going to be a big change up now. I had Lowville at five, going th- six and four, three and four in the conference. Uh, Western Reserve at one and nine, one and six in the conference. And I had Waterloo at seven, going three and seven, zero oh and seven in the conference. You know, th- obviously this is a already kind of a huge shakeup now uh, with Western Reserve having three wins. Lowville already having four, um, and then you know. So I, I just I just want to ask, what do you, what do you think your conference is going to finish at? Okay, I'm be a little biased here, but you know I always got to. It's my team. Yeah. Like I said earlier, we're going to take it one game at a time. We're going to finish ten and no. I believe that we we have the team. I think Rich finishes the season nine and one. Like I said, they aren't losing. They that is a good team. That is a good team. We just. It's all depend on the last night, dude. You know what I mean? At three spot, I'll probably have Springfield going what seven and three. They can finish seven and three now. They'll lose this. They'll lose to um Little Ridge. The number four spot, I'll probably have Reserve going. I mean, what are they? What's their record now? Three and one. Yeah, three and one. Probably have them go like seven and three too. They'll they'll get the tiebreaker of Springfield because they'll probably lose to Springfield. And then McDonald probably have them going like six and four. And what there's one more team. Oh, and then I have Lowville. Oh yeah, I forgot about Lowville. Mm. Lowville is I, 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 I just don't know. You just don't know. They're they're an interesting team. They lost so much, but they still have Michael. They still have all those players. That team's very interesting. I think they they I'll give you a prediction for the record because I really don't know where to put this. This is a tough conference to, to line up. Yeah, but I'll put it, you by. It's, it's, always, it's always hard to predict, especially especially considering a lot of these teams, you know, one injured player, two injured players, they can have a complete season turnaround. I've seen it happen several times. I think uh, – I believe I saw it with Matthews before. They had it just – they the first half of the season they were they were like one one loss or whatever, then they ended up with, with like six or something like that, and it, you know – and it, and it could it could happen to any team. So I mean, you never I mean yeah. you never know. It's always hard to predict these things. I think their ceiling's undefeated, but then I think their floor is um, six games. And then Waterloo, I think they'll at least win four or five. They 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 win four or five. It is 
this this conference is just so good. Even like now since especially now with no with no C ring, I not who hates the C ring, it's just like even with the C ring it was very it was very um competitive. And don't listen to anyone saying that oh this conference is weak, there's no one in there, everyone in this conference sucks. Oh listen to that. This is one of the best small conference in is in, in the state. There's one of the best. We had Lowell last year, look at them last year. What did one seed? Middle Ridge was what? Five seed or something like that. I can't remember what seed we were. And those were the teams I made. I mean, that's three teams making the playoffs in one conference. That's that doesn't happen a lot, you know what I mean? It's just you never know. Teams can show up at any time. Heck, Waterloo could have a great week this week. I don't even know who they play. And they could come back and just win straight. You never you just never know. It just all depends on your mentality. Yeah, and then and then you got the whole other side to the other conference, the other side, the MVAC. You know, I, I just I just I just kind of want to ask you because I, I know that you guys played. Uh, I think I think it was just one this year, the Newton Falls. Um, I mean, they I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of tough talent in that that conference. I don't th- I don't think that conference is as strong as the other side of the MVAC. But I mean, I mean, what, what, I mean, what are your thoughts? I don't know if you've you paid attention to any of their games or any of the records. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that side of the conference? I don't know who's much in their conference. I think Matthews is in their conference. No, Matthew, Matthews is, is in the Northeastern Athletic Conference. Isn't so? Is isn't um, Liberty in their conference then? Yeah, they got they have uh, Garrettsville, Garfield, Campbell Memorial, Lebray, uh, Brookfield, Liberty, Champion, Crestview, and Newton Falls, and all in that conference. Yeah, they got some. They got some pretty good teams in our conference. A lot of those teams are well known. That one team, Brookfield, they played um, Dalton, the team we lost to last year, we lost twenty six to three. So they, yeah, they got some pretty. They got some good teams in there. Falls, we just need Falls to keep winning. I mean, honestly, they're th- what three and one now. Who did they beat last night? Um, uh, they beat uh, Campbell. They beat Campbell, and that was a game. Yeah, I actually, see that. that was a game I actually had them had them losing because I. I mean. I think now as the season goes on, especially because I, I mean, I've been, my, my, uh, my fiance, uh, graduated from Newton Falls. She was, a, she was a drum major there her senior year. Um, she's gone there, gone there most of her life. Um, so I, you know, I've been paying attention to that team for, for a long, long, long time now. But, um, but, uh, you know, seeing, seeing, especially they had, I mean, they have a really young team this year. They got, uh, they got a quarterback. Uh, this is his first, I believe his first, yeah, his first year as the starter. And you know their their first their first few games was not really that impressed. Um, you know they they beat uh, trying to remember who they played week one. East Palestine. Yeah, East Palestine. I was you know I wasn't impressed. wasn't really impressed, especially by the second half. They had a real real bad second half, and obviously they lost to you guys by a big margin. Um, barely beat a beat a, a winless Matthews team. So I, I sat there. I was like, I think Campbell's gonna. I think Campbell's gonna edge it out. But they, but they have surprised me in the end. And they and and Newton Falls been pretty pretty big with that game. So you know, it, it's just it's just one of those cases where as the season goes on, it's it's just gonna get better. You know, I had I had them originally predicted at three and seven. They're already three and one. So either either they they prove everybody wrong and keep keep winning games or lose seven straight here. Yeah, they got a couple dogs on there. I'm not gonna lie, they got Rapsack. You can never, and that dude's a player too. He's a good, good tackler, really good tackler. And then I don't want to say don't sleep on Matthews yet because I really do not know that team. 
I they were because I'm pretty sure they went what eight and four last. No, what was their record last year? Eight and three. I, th I think it was. I think it was eight and overall. I think it was eight and three. But regular season, I think it was eight and two. These last these last couple seasons, I'm not sure if it was. I don't see. I don't really. I haven't really paid much attention to Matthews after after uh, I was out of football. But I know playing all of my years. Uh, especially from especially freshman sophomore year Matthews was not not a good team not a good team um they I still don't think they were a good team my junior year although they did beat us at that point but we were the worst team um once once coach Bill Bourne uh came in you know he changed he flipped that program upside down I'm not sure if they if this season they lost a lot of talent you know as far as I know they didn't really lose that much talent because I know when Bill Boren took over, it was a it was a really young team, mostly mostly freshmen and sophomores. So I'm not sure if it's just a culture change with the coaches that that's bothering these players, or if it's uh, something with this something with their system. I'm not not sure. But yeah, it, it's just a complete complete season turnaround. I mean, they were they were a really good playoff team last year, and then so far four four losses straight, but. Um, I mean, who knows? They could pick up the pace as the season goes on, but it's just it's just a matter of time at this point. Yeah, yeah, that was a really big game for us that week one. That was just the, that was the tone setter for us. That was just to let us know are we still the same as last year? And I think we answered that question pretty good. And then we definitely answered that question last night, without a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so overall, this season, um. Already, already four games in. Um, what do you think? What do you think so far? Besides, besides that game-winning kick, was the best play that's happened so far this season. What's the best play? Besides, mm. besides that game-winning kick. <laughs> Trying to think. There's some pretty good plays everywhere. Oh, I got one last week. So last week against Wyndham. Aiden Stanky running over, and Caden just drops it in the bucket, and Aiden Stanky toe taps out of bounds. I, that was a beautiful, beautiful throw. Number eleven was on him, and he was even he just had his hands up. Aiden just went up, toe tap. That was a beautiful throw. Then we can also go to like one of the funniest plays, which is probably when Aiden ran a wheel. First play, first first play against Newton Falls on offense. He catches it. He stumbles. Then he goes to celebrate. He gets tackled. That was pretty funny. I, I he gets remember, the ball. I, I remember hearing about that. Somebody was telling me about that, and they were, and I, I, I can't, I can't remember who it was, but I remember they were clowning up. They were like, they were like, but they still won. I said, I, you can make mistakes. They still won. <laughs> yeah. But, so um, there's been, and we still got more. We what? We got six more games. We still got more to. I'm, I'm sure there'll be another moment. We're just gonna keep growing, keep getting better. Um, you're you're a senior, you're a senior this year, correct? Yes, I am. Um, you know, I just I just I just want to tell I just want to tell you, especially uh, you know, coming coming from coming from someone who graduated standpoint, you know, they they always say it. You know, I think I think every every upperclassman says it too, an underclassman. You know, they always they always say, oh, cherish the moment, yada, this and and you don't really you don't really ever care until until it's too late at that point. You know, but I, I, will tell, I will tell you, taking every every single game, sit there. You know, even tonight, sit there, man. Could I could I have done could I have done better this game? You know, could I could I put more strength or more power into this? Could I have worked harder? You know, 
because because I'll tell you what you know after especially this is now my my third season out of football you know I sit there all the time and I always I'm sitting there's like man I probably I probably could have done better you know and and it it doesn't have to be like that for anybody you know you could all you know just sit there and think to yourself hmm wonder how I can wonder how I can prove today you know you just you just keep on keep on pushing but you know like I said, just cherish every single game because as, as the season goes by, it's going to go by quicker and quicker and quicker. And you're not guaranteed a full 10 games, you know, at any point like, uh, you know, uh, Waterloo or Fairport or McDonald's, Springfield, Lowville, Western Reserve, any of them could, could just say, hey, we can't play because, uh, you know, hey, we have we have a kid with COVID on our team. Uh, we can't really play this, can't really play this week. You know, everybody's got to kind of watch what's going on. Um, oh, we have too many injuries. We can't play this week. And that, I mean, it could, it could ever happen to Jackson Milton too. And you never know. And even you playing, you know, you could, you could have a season ending injury the next game. And, you know, it's, so it, it's, uh, you know, just coming from, from that standpoint, you know, just cherish every single game. Cause it is, it will go by fast and anything could happen at any standpoint. Yeah. I- about yeah, those those couple of all playing on turf last night. I'm not the biggest fan of turf. I, and people are like, oh, "What? You don't like turf?" Like, yeah, I don't like turf. You wanna know why? See, if you look up the facts, you have a better chance of tearing ACL on turf than grass. And they're gonna say, "Well, it makes you faster." Well, you know what? I'd rather be safe than be faster. So, give me give me some grass. I've always hated I've always hated playing on turf for one reason because I. See it, especially you know, coming from a school like ours, in these smaller schools, you are so used to playing on grass that you step on turf and you're like, wow, this is way too different. You know, I kicked in high school, so it was it was extremely hard for me to kick on a turf field, especially because I, you know, we have to use the tee and all that on a grass field. It's hard to kick. It's hard to kick it, and it's it's a big difference trying to kick it on a. Uh, on a turf field, you know, it was, it was probably one of the hardest things I ever did. Cause, uh, the only, the only team that I played against that I had to kick against, um, I believe was, it was Connaughton Valley. Um, and it was St. John. It, and they, they both got, uh, turf fields and it was just, it was one of the hardest things ever. And it's, and it's especially different. The only thing that, the only thing I can say that I like about turf field, you feel a whole lot faster. Yeah, that's 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 about it. And just I don't like the turf burn. I don't no. Right to be safe and sorry. Like that quarterback for Mineral Ridge, prayers go out to him. He got hurt last night. It looked like he was holding his knee. I don't know. He tore his ACL, tore look I don't know what happened, but it looks like he was holding his knee. Prayers go out to him. And it's just why I don't like turf. I just what is the non con I mean, yeah, he was getting hit, but you could see the way he stepped when like he was moving. So it could be a non contact and he's boom your season's done you know what i mean it's just it's a scary injury yeah yeah and i i I think i have uh yeah i think i was recording up to that point but yeah i was kind of looking back because i saw i was like what i saw him down i was like what happened and uh saw a player kind of buckle under his knee so it could be Mm -hmm. with the knee injury but yeah it's just you know it's 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 just a part of the game and it's you know it's it's real it's just a tough it's just a tough situation at that point yeah, it was. I don't even know how he did that week. We were sitting on the sidelines, and Jace gets there, and I forget who else hits him. I'm like, oh, he's going. This is a big sack. This is a really big sack. 
he flips it to Herb. And we're like, what? He's down. And, and then when the rest started talking, like, you know, again, like, there are five minutes. And then they finally said he was down. And then they went over. And I think they scored on that play. Or no, they went out. He caught it out of balance or something like that. I know you saw that one catch that one kid had where the ball juggled him and the, uh, he dropped it. You see that catch? Yeah, there. You know, and that, that was that was another thing I was gonna ask you. It finally finally came back to me. I'm actually kind of glad you said something about. It. You know, I was gonna ask you. You know, the referee situation that game. There was a lot a lot of questionable calls that entire game. There was one. There was one call that really kind of, you know, you know. Obviously, I gotta be unbiased, especially um, especially in these kind of games. But there was one call that kind of kind of irked me a little bit. Um, I believe it was. It was it was a catch. Um, trying to remember, I think I think it was close to the end zone that they. Uh, I'm trying to remember, I believe it was a middle middle ridge player that, I believe he dropped it. Yeah, that play. Yes, they called and they called it complete, and I was like, how how. So that was very interesting. So they first called pass interference. And sure, it was probably past year. So I'm not going to take it away. You know what I mean? The annoying part was that it was called a catch. But at the same time, we were taught as football players, for anyone, especially our team, any school, I'm sure any coach will tell you this, but what we're taught at our school is that you can't blame the rest if you lose a game. The refs don't control what you play. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just got to go out and just play your game. You know what I mean, they call a penalty, they call a penalty. Get back to the next play. Let's go. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even notice that it wasn't that it was called a called a complete. Cause I, cause I remember I looked down for a second. And I was I was trying to stop recording and I saw that they were moving up. I was like, did they really move this far up for a pass interference? Cause I saw it was a pass interference. I was like, they really. And then and then I saw that I saw your guys as uh guys as coach on the field arguing, and I man, <laughs> I was crack I was cracking up every time I saw because I was I was waiting especially with how I can see how biased the refs were that game. I was waiting for him to get thrown out, and I was like, "Oh God!" I said, "That's not that is not going to be a pretty sight." It he was, he was fired up, and I could I could understand it. There was a lot of questionable calls that entire game. Yeah, we're just not let him do the arguing, and we just play a game. <laughs> that's that, and honestly, that's not what we should do. You know what I mean? And sometimes you got to be leaders. Say you see one of your players arguing, rest, you just got to say, "Hey, shh, be quiet. Let's go. Next play." That's all you can do, but. But yeah, no, there was just a lot of questionable calls. I was kind of, kind of disappointed by some of it. But at the end of the day, questionable calls that were more in favor of Middle Ridge or not, you guys got the win, and that's all that matters. Yes, and it is. You probably just say, "Hey, the refs were against us, but we still won it." Yeah. Yep. But um, all right. Thank you. Um, thank you for taking your time out of your day to to talk to me. Um. Just congratulations on the big win over Mineral Ridge once again. Um, once again, guys, Porfirio Torres with the Mahoning Valley High School football uh, media team. And uh, I'm with uh, Jackson Milton football player Ashton Green. And thank you guys for tuning in. I'll see you guys next time. Uh, I should be back tomorrow with uh, with one of players from Niles McKinley. <laughs>